Welcome to the Profit Share Mastery Podcast with your hosts, Linda and Press McKissick. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Profit Share Mastery. I'm Linda McKissick. And I'm Press McKissick. Hey, Press, I'm super excited. We have a great guest today. We do. We do. We met her and got her scoop. We've actually met her on our Profit Share course, but you yeah. got to meet her in person. Well, we did. And I got to tell the story because it's, it's pretty funny. So we're... Um, at family reunion this year, we had a meetup for our profit share mastery group. And, uh, um, this, uh, person walks up to me, her name is Julia Presta. And she's like talking to me about profit share and I'm getting to know her a little bit. And I'm like, so how are you doing? Like, what's your results? And she's like, oh, I just recruited 65 people into the company last year. And I think, uh, she probably saw my jaw hit the floor. My eyeballs get real big because you know, what's funny is Linda and I teach this, but not, we don't always hear about the successes that everyone is having. And so she kind of popped out of nowhere and uh, blew me away with her results. And so we are super honored, uh, Julia, to have you on with us today. So thanks for being on. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is an honor. Well, well, it's our honor. And uh, why don't we, um, why don't we jump in and you just kind of tell everyone your journey at KW and uh, talk about the process that you have gone through to get to where you are today. Yeah, so I started at Keller Williams straight out of college. So I'm 23 years old. Um, I've been working here for about two and a half years, so I'm almost vested. Um, I currently work with five market centers. So we are across New York State. We call ourselves the KW Core. It's under my ownership group of Rich Amato. So that's really where I started learning about recruiting systems of how to recruit and profit share in general. Um, working with five team leaders at a time, they're always talking about how many people they're recruiting, their gross and net numbers, as well as growing profit share for our agents. So just naturally after hearing profit share come up in sales meetings and classes, I became interested in it. Um, I really started recruiting a year into KW when one of my TLs was transitioning out. So I picked up a little bit of the R1 recruiting and how I did that was running Indeed advertisements across New York. So that's when I really started picking up the systems and how to, uh, how to use it and learning the scripts. And once I started seeing that these licensed people are coming in, that's when I was like, wow, this is really something that I could capitalize on. I could multiply it. And with time, this will be great for me. So just seeing the results and how the TLs really do the conversation for you, help you with the recruit, I started taking advantage of that. That's awesome. And I have, we have to give you a big shout out because uh, as of now, uh, you were number nine in the company for growth in all of last year, uh, tied for number nine, which is an incredible, That's awesome. inc especially for that. If I, if I understand this correctly, really last year was like your first year full on doing this. So it was like, not like you had, like Nick had some ramp up years. You just like jumped out of the gate and are on the top of the list. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, crazy. correct. I started really taking it seriously in March. So I had about those 10 months to really dive deep into profit share. So now I'm excited starting a brand new year, 12 months this time, I'm hoping to hit that 100 mark. So that's my goal. That's amazing. So cool. So I have a couple of questions real quick before we move on. So, I mean, at 23, Julia, most people are not thinking about passive income. I mean, they're just not, I wish they were, but they're not. So what do you think it was that, allowed you, because a lot of people probably heard what you heard in those meetings about profit share, a lot, right? And yet for you, there was something that caused you to take action. What do you think that was and, and why? Um, I would say two things. One, 
the people in KW sharing their story really helped me see, wow, this person can do it. Why can't I do it? And two, Mm -hmm. I'm a very numbers driven person. So I really like the fact that we can go into reports and see other people's numbers. Um, It's funny, you mentioned your friend, Nick. I remember looking at his yearly, how much he makes. And I see that, okay, his first year was a little bit and then second year got higher. And then he really breaks through in the third year. So just looking at people's um, numbers for profit share, that really motivates me because I'm like, all right, now I'm in year two, I'm really excited for year three. So just seeing that it can be done and kind of just following in everybody else's footsteps. Yeah, I love that. I love it. That's That's awesome. You know what, Julia, one of the things I think about is, you know, in what Linda and I teach, we hear a lot from people who are like, man, if I would have gotten here in 1992, you know, I could have the profit share like Linda has, but you know, it's, it's too late. Like this isn't a place to build your wealth and passive income. Um, Why didn't, why doesn't that stop you? Like, what was it that allowed you to be like, no, this is the place for me to build wealth and passive income. I would definitely give it up to the profit share mastery group and well, the website that you guys run that really helped me see other people, what they're doing, as well as the Facebook group that Aaron Kaufman runs, even just his motivational posts every single day really gets me going. Um, I don't know. I feel like that motivates me and other people posting in it. Like I love when people post around the 21st, how much they're making. All of that just motivates me to keep wanting to do more. Awesome. So it's kind of having that social proof. And, and just you believing enough to say, well, if anybody else can do it, why can't I do it too? I love that. That's right. That's, that's really cool. And again, I just want to highlight you being 23 and doing this. Like you're, Lynn and I always talk about, um, Gary says for multiple years at family reunion or mega camp, Gary mm-hmm. would say the most dollar productive thing you can do with this company is help somebody else join this company. Yeah. And so what's cool to think is, you know, this is a time on task opportunity. And for you to be committed to doing this, and I know you are, for the next 10, 15 years of your life, it's going to be exciting for you to look up and see the amount of passive income that you create. And then what the amazing things you get to go do with that money. Well, not even to mention all the lives that she's going to change that she kept from going somewhere else to waste years or maybe even get out of the business because there wasn't tools yeah. to help them succeed. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's amazing. Awesome. So let's talk a little, I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, there's a, it takes a little bit of skill to be able to do what you did. Will you talk about like, what are some of the key areas of success that you found in recruiting 65 people in one year? Like if somebody else was, and I know they're, they're listening right now. They're like, man, I want to be Julia when I grow up. What are some of the ideas that you would tell them, Hey, this is important to know if you want to be good at recruiting into our company. Yeah, I would say some of it is learning how to save time. So for me, I have templates are so key. I have templates set up in my email as well. I've, I've set up text replacement on my iPhone. So I type the word recruit one and a whole message gets replaced. This way it's saving me time from copy and pasting the same message, texting the same message. So I think templates and the text replacement has really helped me as well as I consider myself a pretty organized person. So I think that's definitely helped me with this because sometimes you do have to do some follow-up, check in on the TL, check in on the recruit. So you have to kind of know whatever, who's interviewing what day, um, who hasn't got the TL to reach out to them yet. So level of organization comes into that. And I use a spreadsheet for that. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, that's funny you say that because I always tease Nick. I'm like, Nick, you're like, what you're doing 
in terms of production and you're not even using a, like a real CRM database, I, I always get onto, I'm like, you're like the typical mega agent that we talk to all the time. Like, doing a massive amount of production. I'm like, what system are you using? Excel. <laughs> so yeah, my coach, Sam Jackson is really, has been really great helping me grow my profits here. And he's like, all right, the next thing we need to tackle is using command for this. So that's something that we're working on in 2022. Awesome. We set up some smart plans, which I definitely am going to start using that, but I know, I don't know. Sometimes I'm so used to Excel where I'm like, mm, but it works. But yeah, that's, Hey, you know what? The best way we always say the best uh, tool or technology is the, is the one you'll use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. We're definitely going to break into command a little bit this year. That's awesome. So um, one of the other things I want to talk about is this is something I've talked again with Nick about is you have this, you're basically, once you do this enough times, you realize you're basically having the same conversation, but over and over again, talk about your phone call with a recruit. Cause I think a lot of people are get really nervous about that. And until you do it, it actually is kind of a fun conversation because you're getting to help people make like a big life change. Um, and uh, you're, you play a pivotal role in like the direction that they're about to go. So talk about the call itself. What does your call look like? What do you talk about? What themes have you found that like, Hey, I've, these are the things I've tend to always talk about on these calls. Yeah. So when I first started this, I was really nervous to pick up the phone and call people. I was nervous when they were calling me, but at the end of the day, it's just someone who needs help. They're lost. They want to get into this company and you're someone who can provide value. You're in this company and you have information you can give them. So typically they call me. I know Nick, they, uh, Nick calls them, but I know for me that they're calling my cell phone. And typically once they pick up, I'm like, are you licensed or you're not licensed? Because that really helps me guide the conversation. Um, from there, if they're not licensed, I ask them what state they're in and we'll talk about the licensing program. Uh, some states we use K-Score, so I've had that conversation with them. And some agents are licensed. So then I'll say, okay, what's your zip code? I'll pull up um, command right in front of them and I'll show them there's a couple locations near you, which one works best for you. And then I really just prepare them for the interview process. A lot of times I feel that they're so nervous and they think that they're the one being interviewed, but you're really interviewing the brokerage. So I'll tell them, come with questions. Uh, even if you're not, even if you're doing multiple interviews, you should be asking a lot of questions to every single company, ask them about their training calendar, ask them if they have a coaching program. So they're really just preparing them for the interview, which sometimes I find that they appreciate that because they're, they're lost. And then mm -hmm. always just following up them after I tell them like, listen, I need to know when you're interviewing. So then we can double back and talk about it when, when you're done. So that's when I'll either call or shoot them a text message and say, how was it? How, what questions do you have? What are the next steps for you? So from there, that helps me guide the conversation. Yeah, that's great. Love that. What about hardest parts? What have you found to be like maybe the most challenging parts of what you, what you do? Because in order to recruit that many people, you're having a lot of these conversations and there's, there's work involved in doing this. So what's been the hardest part? Yeah, I would say some of the challenges I'm running into are sometimes not hearing back from staff in market centers, but I had a big takeaway in family reunion. I'm really going to start focusing on specific market centers, um, TLs that I've talked to and that know who I am and what I'm looking to do. So now that's where I'm pivoting to, but I did feel like last year I had challenges not hearing back from some people, but I think that will be fixed this year by focusing on specific team leaders. Mm -hmm. And then I would say the second challenge I had, and this is just something that I need to work through is not giving up. There'd be some months where I would only recruit four people. And I'm like, Oh, 
you know, I really wanted to hit six this month. And it's just not giving up. Like, don't let that one month or that person not choosing you as a sponsor make you stop profit share in general, because it's not worth it. It's one person. I tell myself all the time, you need to not have the scarcity mindset. You need to, there's abundant. There's so many people looking to get into real estate. So don't let one person mess up your profit share. So, so good. Yeah. yeah. You know, I t- Julia, I tell people that all the time. I don't focus on who comes in and doesn't come in and who doesn't come in under me, unless it's some kind of something where somebody's maliciously mm-hmm. in the system and then I'll get involved, but I don't worry about those things. And I don't worry about who's going out because your dreams and your goals have to be so much bigger than, than those kind of things. Because if you're not careful, those kind of things will make you stop doing something that's just going to multiply itself and pay off bigger and bigger in the long run. I totally agree with that. And I sure hope a lot of team leaders heard this uh, exactly because what I was going to say, because we just had a recent experience where we had to kind of step in and thank God the, the team leader came to his senses beforehand and really saw that that wasn't right. Um, so we've really learned, I think, to call it up to the surface and the more we call it up to the surface. And I think we heard it on the call today. Uh, we're not going to sit quiet for people, leaders who don't understand that the best way for you to win is to help other people win who are working hard to help you win. That's right. So I think we're going to get that out in the air and we'll have less and less of that, any of that kind of stuff. Uh, and, um, and I hope the team leaders heard that you're going to go help the team leaders who are helping you win. And I, we have, I have team leaders all the time on our calls that go, Oh, Nick, I love Nick. They love, there are team leaders out there that will love you, Julia, because they're like, you help me win every day. Yeah. If you're a team leader listening to this, please message me, take down my number. I'd love to work with you in the future. Yes. Right. right. Give you that. We're going to let you give that in just a little bit so that they can, uh, they can do that. I know. And I'm even like with some of some team leaders that have a plethora of leads and they don't have time to follow up. Like Julia's of the world, the Knicks of the world, the Brent's of the world, like they want to recruit and help. So it's like, reach out to these people, make, make connections because uh, they love doing this and they're making this a big part of their of their wealth building strategy. Yeah. I love that. So I'm curious, have you done anything on existing agents yet or have you pretty much focused on new agents? So I've started with new agents. I'm slowly like my coach, we're really getting into not um, brand new agents. So that's something we're working through. Um, I've been reaching out to people on social media. So I run two social media accounts for our market centers. So that's helped me message um, existing agents, I'll send them our training calendar. I'll send them events that we're doing. And that's allowed me to start talking to people getting in the door. So I'm excited for that. Um, we've ran, uh, advertisements and I've been able to talk to licensed people already. So that's definitely helped. But for now, I would say it's mostly 95% brand new agents. Yeah. And I think if you could get that even more systematized, you'd have more time to be able to even uh, work on existing agents also, because I don't have a doubt that once you start mastering is existing agents also, that's going to also uh, be something that you, that you win at a high level yeah. without a doubt. I'm, I, put, I'm putting my money on Julia. That's, and that's one of the, yeah, that's right. And that's one of the conversations that I've been having with Nick on sort of, you know, obviously the new agent strategy is a, a massive part of his focus, but even branching out a little bit and getting into some productive agent you know, agents that are already licensed, some of those conversations, because honestly, it breaks up the monotony. Uh, mm-hmm. As funny as this sounds, this is a, like Nick, one of the points he's at is like, he has the same conversation all the time that mm-hmm. it's like, you know, he needs a little bit of a break and to do variety. Yeah. Your brain mm-hmm. needs variety. And so I'm like, well, let's have some, let's go figure out ways to reach out to some productive agents and have some of those conversations. Cause no two of those conversations are ever the same. No, for sure. Yeah, you have totally to really agree. Listen. 
Yeah, you have to be listening. So how long have you been in our Profit Share Mastery course? Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, and what, what are some of the big takeaways that you've gotten from it? Yeah, so I joined the Profit Mastery group about five months ago. Um, watched the entire course. I watched Prez's section probably three times because once I saw that he was doing Indeed and a lot of online lead gen, I was like, okay, this is definitely the chapter that I want to memorize. Um, so it is crazy to be, I listen to these podcasts. So to be on it is unreal, <laughs> but I started taking that group about five months ago and honestly cannot recommend it enough. I'm learning so much. And those Q and a calls definitely help, even though I don't ask questions on it, just hearing the scenarios and the questions that other people bring to the table. And I like those calls because I feel like other people talk about their conversations with licensed recruits. So I think that's helping me when I start talking to people who are already at other brokerages, know some things to already say. And so I'm excited for that. And yeah, it really just taught me that anybody can do this. You guys stress it so many times that there is anybody can take this opportunity and run with it. So it's definitely a very motivating course. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you being there too. And, and, and like we say, the monthly calls are our favorite part because we really get to get on the ground level and hear what you guys are trying and doing and your successes helps other people. So I love that. So um, what would be some advice you would give anyone who's remotely, they've heard about profit share, they've done nothing with it. What would be some advice you'd give them if they're listening and they just keep either just sitting on the sideline of profit share uh, and not jumping in? What would you tell them? I would say to just start um, there. You're going to run into so many issues and you're going to really learn what works best for you. But just start whether it's posting on Facebook that Keller Williams is hiring, whether posting about K-score, whether just messaging somebody that you see could potentially use the classes that your market center offers. Just start. Um, I tell agents in my market center all the time, create a free Indeed account and just see what happens from there. Um, so some, I would say just getting started, knowing that you can take this and run with it would be my advice. You know, it's funny. I just ran an ad for an EA on Indeed. And it's so funny. One of the first questions I ask is, what did you do to prepare for this interview? And there were quite a few people. There were three at least, maybe four, that their answer was, uh, oh, I got on and I Googled you and I, you know, looked you up and everything and, and come to find out they actually were wanting to get into real estate, but they were looking for a way to get in that they could learn first. Yep. So you could just constantly be keeping an Indeed ad running and get, so I've said, oh, I see how this works. And because they figured out that I was in real estate, they thought this would be a great next step. I've always thought about real estate and I thought it'd be great to start here. Yeah. Well, and Julie, I don't know if you guys do that, but one of the things, and I think we've talked about this on one of our profit share calls, but great market centers that really do a good job of like adding value to their agent base, they're constantly running a number of Indeed ads as a market center. One mm -hmm. is they're, um, they're, they have an, uh, an EA uh, job that's basically running almost all the time. And specifically for their top teams who are looking, uh, top agents who are looking for administrative support that's to be able to connect those with team members. Um, and a lot of those people, like you mentioned, they want to get into real estate, but they also uh, don't know what the barriers to entry are. They're nervous about it. So like that conversation with the team leader can really help get over the hump that realize that they may realize that that's not the right role for them, but they, they actually have what they need to go ahead and get started. And then you've got yeah. buyer's agent roles. I see market centers running for all the time and then just agents joining our company. You know, and I said, I fell in love with it, with our veteran that was on the stage 
Um, and Levi. I, Levi, and I've just had such a heart to think, man, how can I bring more veterans into my life? Golly. And I, my thought was, you know, what if you just ran an ad exclusive for veterans and their families, you know, to, to get into real estate because they moved to so many different locations they could constantly either keep that business going where they are, or keep referring business out. So I think we just have so, so much opportunity. And Julia, I just appreciate that you just didn't sit by and listen. You actually took action. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> feel like the Facebook group going over profit share motivated me every single month. You have thousands of people posting how much they're making from profit share. So it's like, wow. And everyone's supporting each other. So it's like, you want to be on those leaderboards and you want to be showing how much you're making. So that just motivates you to get started. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. So Go ahead. Uh, in, in sort of wrapping up here, Julie, I want to know from you, uh, we've talked about what you did last year. I want to know about your, what are your goals this year? What's your, do you know how much you want to make? How much uh, you people you want to recruit? How many lives you want to change? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So last year I brought in 65 people. So the goal this year is to do 100. 50 of those are going to be in my market centers that I work with. So the core market centers, the core group in New York, and then 50 outside of New York state. So definitely leveraging the TL partnerships that I'm creating um, to get to that extra 50. And then I would say last year I made 7,300 in profit shares. So I'm hoping to double that. So I'm hoping to make about 15,000. And from seeing everyone's numbers, I, I see that that is possible. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. so good. I love it. That's so <clears throat> cool. <clears throat> so Julia, how do will uh, th these amazing team leaders that have said, yes, I want Julia on my team. How do they find you? Uh, how do they reach out to you? What's best? Yeah, so you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my name on Facebook is Jules Presta, as well as you can follow our social media accounts. I run the KW Core Instagram um, LinkedIn and Facebook. So if you just message that it's me. So either way you can reach out to me both of those ways. Awesome. Chris, awesome. anything you want to add? Uh, no, I just want to thank you, Julia, for, um, not just like Linda said, not just listening, but actually doing, and, uh, your, your life's going to be so big because of all the, um, actions you're taking. And the cool thing is you're, you're going to benefit financially, but like Linda and I talk about, you're going to change a lot of people's lives in the process. And that's like, when you get to make money and help people, that's the best. Yeah. So the congratulations. Cool, the coolest moment you'll ever have is when you're at family reunion or mega camp and someone that you recruited will come specifically find you and thank you for changing their lives. It'll, it'll never be the same after that. I'm excited for that. I do get agents in our market centers that will say like, you are my sponsor. And I'm like, yes. So that's really great. So I can only imagine when it's someone outside of New York that I don't see a lot. I'm waiting for that. That's going to be awesome. Awesome. Well, so Julia, cool. we want to say thank you. And thanks for inspiring others, because I believe your story will cause some of the people that are sitting on the fence to decide that this is the year that they're going to build their profit share and leave a legacy for their family and change people's lives. That's right. Awesome. So remember, if you have not hit subscribe, please hit the button below to subscribe. And remember, Press and I have these kind of conversations on the 21st of every month, our favorite day of the month, yep. the day profit share hits. And if uh, you uh, know anyone that would benefit from these conversations, anyone in KW, please pass this podcast along to them. And if you haven't checked out yet, please check out our course, ProfitShareMastery.com press. I guess I'll see you next week. And Julia, we'll see you on the 16th on our membership call. See you guys. Thank you. See you then. Great job.